Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Futurology Show. Um, we're back. Just B1 and 2. Just B1 and B2. And uh, we haven't got a guest today. Aww. But we don't need one. We're talking about? Apple. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I've had this craving and, and uh, need to keep bringing Apple back into the discussion point. Um, uh, and after Google I.O., then uh, we now have, what's it, WWDC, Worldwide Developers Conference, right? Double-double-double-double-double-double-double. Sounds like uh, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, anyway, as per usual, let's go with the app of the week. And this week, I found an app called text grabber so text grabber is one of those little tools that um, lets you take any text of anything so let, let's say you're looking at a website right and you want to cut, uh, cut and paste i'm obviously talking about a phone i mean you can do this on a pc or a mac but you've got this you're reading this article or someone sent you a, a pdf or something on your phone you open up text grabber you grab the text and then it makes it usable so oh, you, that's cool. So you can actually type and re-edit and copy and paste and all those good things. Um, for a fee, you can actually translate as well. So you could well, take it and change it awesome. into a – yeah, I thought that was quite cool. I mean, Google Translate does it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you've got to jump through the hurdles. You'd have to, like, highlight, cut, take it to Google, put where it in. Where was this during my Standard 5 history project? Jeez, Brie, where, was, where was Google yeah, no, during school? Was, I had the, the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica was my Google. <laughs> Jeez, showing age. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, well, you, you joke about that, but I mean, I remember the guy coming door to door and selling the encyclopedias. You know, they would come around yes. and like, you know, the, those big things. And then each year they would come back and, well, now we need to do an update because we found uh, a and new planet. Now they just time and, uh, timeshare. Yeah, I don't think they even do that anymore <laughs> now with online. So, um, yeah, app of the week was Text Grabber. Text Grabber. And, um, yeah. Can I, can I tell, talk about a sp- a spin-off of that, just to give you a double dose of app. But of week. course you can. Cool. So I've had this app called Scannable. 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 Yeah. And it's it's really, really cool because it is essentially a scanner on your phone. So it will recognize the document. It'll optimize the document. And the latest update, if you have a business card, you can actually scan the business card. It optically it does optical character recognition and takes all that data and makes it available for you to actually save contact. That's pretty cool. Which you realize you actually use the full words there, not the acronym. Like normally we go VR and the AR. OCR. Yeah, you didn't know, say the OCR. You actually used optical, optical character, character recognition. recognition. Well done, yeah. Brett. Thank you. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> For all of you out there that don't really know what OCR is. There we go. It's not OC, now it's they're not probably OCD. going, isn't that OCR? <laughs> that's fin- that is yeah. nice but so scannable or text grabber depending on what you're doing scannable is good for like that one-off document that you yeah. just need to send quickly that you would ordinarily scan text grabber is fantastic when you have a ton of stuff that you need to reuse especially when you want to cut and paste and yeah. put something together that's you know it like your phenomenal. projects when you you know you need to make sure you're not plagiarizing so you have to take from different sources exactly um in fact that would be really cool you know you say where was it when in center five when we were when we were at school you always had to like say, I got this from the World yes. Botanic and I got you this You still from... have to do that, Brett. Yeah, I know it's you're supposed to. If you don't. But now imagine if, I don't know if that does, in fact, I know it doesn't do it, yeah. I've used it, but it would be so cool if the app would actually Recognize take the that, source. Yeah, yeah, no, take the reference be... and stamp it for them. Well, we'll phone them and see if we can yeah. do an app. Anyway, so if they're listening, we can Very let them cool. know. So before we get into WWDC, WWD, it sounds like that wrestling thing, WWE thing. Um, right, on... <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to say that I can start to love Microsoft. Okay, now the look on your face. <laughs> For that, I mean, you can't see us. We're talking, but Brett's got this look on his face, like you really. What? Okay, but there's a reason for it. They invested in the company this uh, week. They bought LinkedIn. No, 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 no. Okay, I could love them for that as well. They they invested in a, in a company this week um, that uh, is involved in marijuana sales. What? <laughs> I promise you. So the article goes that they've announced a partnership. They've put software in place that tracks marijuana cells because um, marijuana cells in different shapes and form are actually legal in 25 states in America. It's like nearly 50%. Um, so this tracks it from seed to source. That's the, the, the name of the, or the payoff line of this app. And it's all powered obviously on .asp or SharePoint. But the government can actually get access to any information that it needs to. But I mean, can you imagine this now? They own LinkedIn. 
they own the software that tracks um, guys that are using weed, you're going to start to see little like marijuana signs appearing on your LinkedIn status. Not sick today. You just put this like legal high <laughs> brought to you by Microsoft Cloud. <laughs> Windows. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I reckon that I can probably give them a little bit of love now because… I think I'd have to be high to be able to that, agree with you. <laughs> that's actually… <laughs> But that's actually quite a bold move if oh, you think sure. about it. In mean, a company like Microsoft that is 99% business focused, I mean, they've just made that with their commitment to LinkedIn. And they now behind the company or they've acquired the company that does the tracking of the software. So it's quite interesting. I suppose it's, it probably gives very interesting uh, stats. Like you here's your really, business profile and here's your stone profile. You can't regulate it. I mean, for the legal weed, you can't really regulate it if it's not being accurately measured. Well, that's that's so, the argument. That's the, why they're the, getting the Microsoft Cloud is like, yes, let's regulate. But what, what is that one called? That's Azure, isn't it? The Microsoft, which is oh, green. Yeah, isn't yeah. Azure green yeah. in Latin? Or is it blue? No, it's blue. Azure. Azure no, it's blue, yeah. blue, okay. Like the, oh, I just the was trying to find the, I, was, awesome. I was trying to find the uh, the connections there. It's very nice. All right, so the, the one other thing that I came across that I had to laugh S- at today. Sorry, sorry, I'm going to interrupt. I'm just looking at the the Microsoft logo. So they've got Azure, which is blue. <laughs> yeah. Now we know what the what the green block is for. We also, because I, I, always thought, I always thought it was money. <laughs> no, well, weed is. I mean, this, it's oh, it's it's pretty expensive weed when you're <laughs> buying it legally. Not that I would know what it's like to buy it illegally, but um, the um, the other thing that I came across this week that I thought was absolute classic. So for all of us here in South Africa that are going to be going home after work today and watching Game of Thrones, okay, um, there's a company that's come out in the States called Spoiled. So if you go to spoiled.io. Okay, Do I really want to? No, no, you can. You're not going to see anything on the website. Um, they've created an app. It costs you a dollar. You link someone's cell phone number. Thankfully, it only works in America and Canada at the moment. But you put someone's cell phone number in, and they get sent anonymous SMSs while the show Spoilers. is on. <laughs> so it just bangs people like, yes, John did die, or no, he didn't, you know, like that kind of stuff. And you can't turn it off. So you put this, and each time the message comes through, it's it's on scramble. You know, the America phone calls, local calls are free. So you just keep getting wow. this freaking text from someone who you don't know, and you can try a phone that nothing's going to happen, saying like John died, or you know, I was going to say Raymond Reddington. That's the wrong show. My brother's but, in the states. Might just read well, there. no, but think about now. So you can do it to piss someone off, and it's a novel joke, and blah blah blah. But imagine if you really hate someone, or you really know that there's someone at work who doesn't watch it like i used to be like that because social is so powerful i used to only watch series in binge mode but i caught with a with a series like game of thrones you can't there's no way you can stay away from social for 12 weeks yeah so i've now had to start watching it. and of course as soon as we can watch it is today mm. um but imagine imagine like me like the old me when i'm collecting series and some oak keeps banging my phone with a text to say, so this happened, this, and there's, you can't turn it off. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. So no, just, I've gone to the, the website and they've got a uh, FAQ, frequently asked questions. I'm just going to do a lot of that today. Yeah. Uh, and Hold on a second. Speaking of which, FAQ. anyone wants to phone in? 0861-555-189 or get us on Twitter or Facebook or even WeChat. Yeah. Use the hashtag Futurology. There we go. So in their FAQs of Spoiled.io, they talk about what happens after I pay. Well, after the next Game of Thrones episode is Spoiled.io will t- send all these num- things to the number. It'll last for the whole of the season. So it does actually have a thing. You pay 99 cents for this yeah. privilege of pissing someone off. <laughs> it's brilliant. And then, so why does it cost money? How else is the Lannister going to pay his debts? <laughs> no, <it's laughs> it goes through it. But then the last one is how do you sleep at night? Well, pretty well, actually. I have a machine that simulates the sound of the ocean <laughs> is the last question. And it's, it's great. I, that's the thing. Like, if you're going to do something like this, it's, it's, they've done it in a lighthearted manner. Yeah. Uh, they're going to make some money off it, which is pretty, pretty impressive. But, uh, but can you imagine the poor recipient? I mean, you dude. get, I mean, there are people out there that are now changing their weddings to look like old, what's her name? Uh, the blonde chick. What, what's the red her name? Wedding? I hope not. No, the other one. What's her name? Khaleesi. Khaleesi, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Duncan. Yeah, now, you see, now, Duncan is on his game. We could bang Duncan and put his phone number Excuse in there me. and duck, boom, he gets nailed. <laughs> and I think it's like three or four texts. Who's banging per, and nailing him? There's banging and nailing. Damn well, it. it's Game of Thrones. Great. There's lots of banging and nailing going on. So, All right, so. Just their tagline. 
do your friends love Game of Thrones but watch it after it airs? Are you a terrible friend? Great. <laughs> this app is for you. <laughs> it's fantastic. Moving on. So that's spoiled. So anyone, anyone who has family or friends in America that wants to get them back for something, there we go. So today we're talking about Apple, right? But before yes. we get to the real cool stuff on Apple and the developers conference, they really, really have not had a good time in China. The latest blow that's been dealt to, um, to Apple. So let's just rewind a little bit, okay? A few years ago, they had to pay $60 million to use iPad in China because some company owned iPad. And like, it wasn't even allied to tablets. It was also like a pad or charging pad or something. Then a little while ago, um, a few months ago, we mentioned it. They lost their court case on the word iPhone, the exclusive use of the word iPhone because there was an accessory maker that was making it. Well, this week, the Beijing courts have ruled that it does infringe the iPhone 6, 6 Plus, 6S, you know, the, the 6, the current phone. It infringes on um, a design patent of something called Bailey, B-A-I-L-I. You can Google it. You can't find a website. Oh, you yeah. can find a couple of images if you're really lucky. I can see a little bit of a reference, but what I don't understand is if it's such a non-entity yeah. that has this patented design of a device, and when you do find the images, it's clearly an Android phone. It doesn't even have like a home button. Yeah, it's yeah. got a soft touch button. Um, so their spokesman in typical a- Apple arrogance was like, well, we'll carry on. We're appealing, so we'll carry on sales, selling, and it's business as usual until we really get told to stop. But their share price took a smack for it. I mean, you can imagine it's the biggest market in the world. Everyone's trying to get into China, mm-hmm. and that's their flagship. And they've just kind of been told, listen, you can't sell it. I bet they weren't talking about that at WWDC. I bet you they weren't talking about it there. <laughs> they didn't have a keynote speech no, about that. No, definitely not. And one, so before we kick into WWC, um, DC, sorry, yeah. the, really good thing about Apple that makes Apple Apple, and unfortunately something that just pisses me off that we're stuck here and we don't get these. Um, if you're a student or you're involved in the education industry now, your wife is a fun officer. She's involved in education, yep. right? Mass teacher. You buy an iPhone, yep. an, um, an iPad, or a MacBook, yep. and you get a free set of Beats headsets. I mean, there's like two and a half thousand rand headsets. Yeah. Um, and it's, whole, it's, it's also part of this whole music revitalization we'll discuss now. Why don't we get shit like that here? I mean... I know we don't have an official Apple presence. I know it's like a distributor. Yeah. But I mean, yes, like that is an amazing – first of all, they always give them really good prices. So anyone in education, Apple stands behind it. You get a good price. Boom. But now they're giving away Beats headset as well. I mean, that's – I thought that was really cool. It's it's cool that we're trying to find ways of getting the kids engaged. But now we, we've like stopped them looking at the board with the iPad. And I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm an advocate for putting digital into, into schools. I think if it's well done, it – it can do well, <laughs> but uh, there's there's a fine line between distraction and enhancement, and I, I really do think that these mobile devices are mind amplifiers. But now you're gonna put mind amplifiers. You put uh, <laughs> you put the headphones on. You're locking them out totally. Yeah, and uh, I, my engagement philosophy is entertain, inform, and uh, empower. But if you can't get people's awareness, you can't do any of that. And so you've got to get kids' awareness. I mean, it's bad enough they they're not, they're not listening to you anyway. I agree, but I think if you drill it down a little bit further, a lot of it's not really aimed at the scholar, like the school kid. It's the university and so on. These guys working in libraries and that, if they have, if they want to listen to audiobooks or they want yeah. to listen to music, they need to have headsets. True and, story. and it's a good headset. Oh, no, you know, it's not going to mess up the ears. They're not buds that are going yeah. inside. So I, I just. Oh, no, I, I, I'm devil's I, No, no, it, I yeah. do agree with you on that, but I also just think it's such a good move. Like, yeah. well done. Yeah. You know, you, you're saying that you're behind music. You're putting out some recall, and we're going to discuss the new music app now as well. But then they give away freaking Beats headset. Anyway. But okay, the, well, they're very much into this, the, talking about giving away, and we are going to talk about it. But they are really making a lot more of things accessible and trying to make it so that people want to have it and can do more with it. And I think I'm going to spoil it too much if I talk too much. So let's get into WWE. Cool. Let's just get now. into it. So what I, what I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest. I've watched the Microsoft Developers Conference. I've watched the Google ones, and I get excited about them, but there's no showmanship and no presence like an Apple event. I mean, it's just... I was impressed with I.O., but that's different. It is. Yeah. It, no, I was also impressed, but it's it just... There's just that one little percentile. I mean, yeah. Tim Cook is not Steve Jobs, but he's getting there, and, and it's still the wow factor and the 
they all drink from the Kool-Aid. I mean, it's just that the guys are there, you know. But the fact that he started off WWDC with a moment silence for the Orlando Massacre, yeah. I, that was big respect from me. It doesn't matter what your views are. It doesn't matter what your personal stances are on the situation, which side of the fence. The fact that you're using a platform like that that's being streamed around the entire world and you're actually acknowledging a travesty because that's what it yeah. was. doesn't yeah. matter where you sit. I just thought good kudos to him. I yeah, thought that yeah. was really cool. And on that note, the fact that Anonymous is now hacking the hell out of these Oaks Twitter accounts, yeah. I thought that was quite cool. Well, we won't get fantastic. into that now. But who did they recently shut down? They shut down a, a government – I saw it the other day. It's like now. Norway? Well, I don't know. Somebody's, somebody's uh, Nor- Norway, Iceland, they are uh, hunting whales. And because nobody protects whales – Anonymous decided, well, we'll just shut down your government. Well done to them. So they just went and just shut down the government. Because Fantastic. You know, the guys do think, I mean, we, we digress again, not that you and I ever do. A lot uh, of people frown on Anonymous, but at the end of the day, they're not actually hurting anyone. When I say that, I mean, by putting a porn picture up on an ISIS Twitter account, I don't see any pain there. And the only person that's going to suffer is the person who encounters and it's ISIS, so who cares? It's Iceland, just so you know, not Iceland. Iceland were hacked, okay. yes. Cool. Well, well done to them. Anyway, so there were, for those of you that don't know what WWDC is, it's basically the, the developers congress. So like Google IO was talking about what's coming out in Google in the software environment, Apple is basically, it's, it's the worldwide developers congress. Um, and it's talking about what's coming. They refer to it as fall, which is September. I mean, it's our, yes. our spring. Um, what's going to be coming? The new version software. It's very software centric. Every year, there's always some nana that jumps on and goes, Oh, they never announced any hardware. It's not a hardware congress. No. It's software. Yeah. In fact, last year, they actually mentioned the iPad Pro, but again, it wasn't available until the fall because designers need to start designing for it and then they 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 basically what i really liked about this one because they don't tend to flow that well i must be honest like they always have guys come up and talk about different things but some pertain to app and some pertain to the mac os environment they kind of had to live up to io as well the way that they had done yeah it was very similar in how they presented i must but i think also they might have got a little bit of a shock because let's be honest google really blew away everyone this year well the fact that you could talk to google it's no wonder why Siri is everywhere. Yeah, well, that was him. And do you notice messaging was everywhere? But let's let's get yeah. into it. So the first thing that I I looked at was iOS 10. So yes. iOS iOS is the mobile iPad and iPhone operating system. And the biggest release yet. Messaging. No, iOS 10. Oh, oh, the biggest. But it, they say that everyone. They have to. They, this I is get, the best you iPhone next you've year ever will had. Be the best one. Be the, the biggest yeah. one as well. No, they have to. So. In no, um, no order of importance as such. But like I said, the first thing was messages. So, I mean, they basically go through the fact that they're talking about the new 3D touch. Did you see the rumor mills for iPhone 7 that there'll be no more home button? It'll be a force pad. Oh, That's okay. interesting. Kind so of makes sense though. Yeah, but what would they do about the finger unlock? Because you need that for, but maybe anyway. It, maybe it doesn't track so well. Yeah. Anyway, it's a rumor. I mean, it's not confirmed and they didn't talk about hardware. So go back to the software. So, looking at 3D touch and how it will work and what it will do for its native apps and so on. The big change for messages is that they've now opened it up to third parties. Now, you just started talking about this now with the Google scare and all that. Um, but, you know, people go, okay, well, it's open up to third parties. What does that mean? Yes, you can exchange stickers. That, but they were talking things like money. Um, so integrating things like Apple Pay. So you could send me a message. In the message is a link. You did it the other day. On iMessage, you sent me that thing with the 3D camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3D party or something like that. Remember yes. you sent the link there was on our message. Yep. I could click in it if I liked it. It was a Kickstarter or something yeah. and buy it using Apple Pay all within messages. Yeah. So I don't actually have to leave the app, go to Safari, go to eBay or wherever it is. That to me is awesome yeah. from this quick this instant gratification. This universal access to things is, is really cool. So that was the, the – when they refer to opening up to third party, that's the kind of things that you can do. But also opening it up to, to developers now to be able to – we can integrate now into Messenger. So we can do stuff now, well, which is great. But only if you're in the first world. Th- that's always a ca- – ah, hold but, on a second. Did now, you see right at the end on the on the transcript, if you looked at the beaters, no, yeah? Siri, South Africa is listed there. Siri, yeah. So they're looking that's at – they're, they're now the finally looking at South Africa because of the accent because we can like to talk for food. Um, what they did do as well is when they, they refer to the third party apps being opened, if you take food ordering apps, yeah. okay, 
you and I can in message order our food together from the same delivery environment. So like now I can it's order like a from on a phone. Yeah, yeah, it is like a bromance. But I mean if you're coming over to watch movies or something, yeah. you order a pizza, I gotta order a pizza, or I've got to go through one app. We you don't have to do that anymore. Just, you just message yeah. what you want and adds in through the app and it integrates. So it'll be quite interesting to see how that That's plays out. Cool. Um but you said you you called it straight away because Facebook and Google are now ramping up messaging and what they're doing. Apple's gone from being and I hate to say this, but Apple's gone from being like Totally innovative um, to almost copying, following, making sure they stay relevant. And that's that's a bit of a concerning space yeah. for this place, you know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how the how the shareholders respond to this type of stuff. Um, you can obviously view your multimedia content and messages as well. Now, I've that's done that. Cool. I thought that. I did that with notes. When the last update came with notes, you could start to add photos and that. Yes. So when you're writing a note, put the picture in. Now your multimedia will play through there as well. So all your links that will stay with the messages. And they've got the context again, which is what Google Duo was it? and Oh, Allo were doing. Yes. So they were doing the, the context, context awareness context and the artificial awareness. intelligence and, and they're that doing kind of that stuff. kind of stuff as well where you're saying like, hey, do you want the birthday? Hey, it's your birthday. And they're actually like if you're talking to someone, it's be like, say happy birthday to this person. Well, Which is the only reason why anybody ever says happy birthday to us. And we've both had birthdays over the last week. So happy birthday. Oh, birthday. happy birthday. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and the only reason why we get all the birthday requests is because people see it either on Skype or on uh, yeah, WhatsApp or there. on Facebook. So here's a question. Maybe someone can answer it. Are you supposed to thank everyone for every post? Just like. No, but had a like you see now on LinkedIn, I got messages as well for my birthday. Now, LinkedIn is that default. You can say it's so-and-so's birthday today. Say happy birthday. And when yeah. you click that, it says happy birthday. <laughs> and you can see that they start streaming through. It's nice that LinkedIn, people acknowledge it. But I only replied to the ones that actually wrote happy birthday, Brett, or hope you have a night. Just like something more. They actually made an effort because otherwise what they were doing is they're reading the news. I was like, oh, you're on, hit the button. Or people like me that told you the day before. Yeah, but that's cool. <laughs> you're just being, you're being you. You're being like there. Um, <laughs> But the other thing with messages, you're talking about birthdays. Yeah. You can now change text into emoji, emoji yes. straight away. That's quite cool. It's fun because Apple's never really done that. Their predictive keyboards haven't been as good as some of the third parties that are out there. So the emojis were, were quite nice. Um, and then handwriting. Now handwriting comes back to what's, they, what's happening in watch. Yeah. But you can now oh, write with your finger. And remember great. Steve Jobs said, you know, you don't need a stylus. You've got 10 of them. They're now staying true to that. You yeah. can start scri- scribble. They call it scribble, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that and watch again later on. But you actually just write on the screen with your finger, and it, be- and it OCRs it, um, and it actually turns into text. I like that. You, you don't need a keyboard it, for that. You could, could you leave it as your handwritten text? I'm not sure because I don't know if it depends on where it's going and if they can read it as well and which version. I actually am not sure. You start signing um, documents with iMessage. And then you can also change your backdrops and messages. So you can have like fireworks going and things like wow. that, like active I think backdrops. I've been missing my whole life. Yeah, but remember, you, no, everyone nice. got excited about knock knock on uh, um, not Hello Duo. Yes. The video side. This is the same thing. Your message comes through, and it's actually rich. That's you know, it's cool. a rich message. So I thought, yeah, not bad. Um, okay, Siri. So we're going to talk about Siri a lot because Siri featured everywhere. Yep. I mean, they're talking about a unified Siri. And but you can you can make your, you can develop your apps with Siri in mind. Again. Well, that's a nice thing. So, and it's third party. Yeah. Finally, they're yeah. opening up to third party. And it's a cross device now as well. Yes. So you've got it on your MacBook, which is huge. Yes. And you've got it on your TV, yes. which is huge. And now your tablets and your phones as or well. tablets and phones, yeah. So, but now again, you have to, you know, I know that they didn't do this in just a week because they showed it and it was live. So it's not like they just quickly hashed it up. But is it because of what's been going on at Google? Mm-hmm. That they've now had the need to actually start playing nicely with people and like opening up and, you know, letting in, letting, um, third party developers. But I mean, they refer to the fact that Siri could call an Uber for you. Okay. Yeah. So you could, but Allo could do that as well or Google yeah. Home could do that for you as well in theory. Um, but Siri's never been able to do anything that <laughs> required some form of artificial intelligence. It was Not just yet, basically though. a speaking tool. Yeah. But even there, even if you put on that like really bad American accent yeah. um, and, and try and fudge it. Yeah. You know, in fact, we have a lot of fun with Siri. So we would hold down Siri and just go, Niha ma, like, like, like Hollywood Chinese interpretation. Yeah. And then say in German. And it would come back with a cool, I mean, with the giggles that we've had around the family supper table. <laughs> Cause you'd start off in this really made up 
Chinese Mandarin thing. Yeah. Um, and I did in front of one of my Chinese friends. And she was in hysterics just at my Chinese. She said, because not one word that I said was real, number one. My accent was terrible. But when the German translation came back, and then I took that and turned it into English. So it was like fun. But I, uh, it, it will be interesting to watch. And I think they have to do it purely because of what's going on in there. And this whole, oh, speaking of artificial intelligence, Amy is now yes. Outlook and um, Microsoft 365 ready as well. Oh, wow. Not just Google. Well done. So they're well actually done. using so their money. So yeah, that's well done. well done to them. Um, but the fact that you could tell Siri to send a message yes. in WeChat. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. even outside of their own messaging platforms, I thought that was very and cool. And while you're in an app, you can actually say, hey, Waze, route me home, which is... Yeah. I mean, it's not there yet. But, but they've played be- nicely with Google for a while now. So I don't think they'd have any problem with any of the Google APIs in that. But now that Siri could control it, the fact that it's can all you imagine Google, now, it what's you it, could- Google Home and Siri having a conversation? Oh, crap. Huh? Actually, Siri, that you're wrong. Begin- that could be the beginning of the singularity. Can you imagine? <laughs> that they actually just very start- cool. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really cool. They've announced a major update to Photos. Now, I always talk about Photos and Google Photos and mm-hmm. photo apps. I mean, I love those type of apps. They're, they're our most precious memories that we have. Um, the problem with, with Photos is that they consume so much of your phone's yeah. memory. And, I mean, if you only got a 32 – well, you don't get a 32. If you only got a 64, it goes quickly. I mean, a one-meg photo or four-meg photo. So, photo updates that, that were significant is the fact that they're going to start using machine learning. Okay, so – Apple will recognize your faces, it will recognize objects and scenes um, that are stored on, on the iPhone, and then allow them to perform complex searches on the subject. So, yes, Google Photos does similar things yeah. when it puts them together, but Apple's going to start doing it using its own environments. Yeah. So, eh, they've opened the doors, they've and closed they've the gone, doors. They've gone beyond the sort of face recognition as well. They've gone to like location recognition. So, I'm at the beach, I'm at the park. But the thing is what you've just said, the nail on the head, it's on the phone. Yeah. It's not using cloud. Yeah. So it's actually processing the phone's photos. Um, I don't know how that works for someone like me because I use Google Photos on my iPhone. And I, as soon as I've uploaded to the cloud, there's a function that says remove and it deletes them. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. You know, do I need to change my cloud storage ha- habits? Maybe I'm supposed to be using iCloud, but why? I have to pay for yeah. iCloud and Google Photos is free. And oh, wow. Google Photos has worked. So yeah. these are things that I think th- they've got three months. I'm on Dropbox four as well, so I do the, the same Dropbox thing. Also Dropbox also integrates directly and just pulls it It gets up. full quickly, though. That's the problem with Dropbox. Um, so that was Photos. Um, <laughs> I laugh. Apple Maps. Okay. So one of the announcements. The bane of, of Tim Cook's Yeah, existence. but I mean, one of yeah. the announcements of iOS, okay, was. And we have maps. Is that Again. They, is is that you will be able to remove native apps. I'll get to that just now. Okay. Maps, Apple Maps, yep. will be one of the first things I remove. I'm sorry, but I tried <laughs> it again the other day. It's cuck. For anyone that's listening overseas, cuck is an Afrikaans slang word that Siri will need to learn that means shit. It is cuck. <laughs> I mean, I really do not get Apple Maps. And how many? Remember how many guys got lost in the outback and... All over the world, maps has failed. Ex- well, except America, probably San Francisco. And they're a bit late to the party, though, as well. I mean, if they're if they're going to be releasing apps to developers, uh, maps to developers to include in their apps, Google's been doing this for ages, yeah. and have got so they've got so much traction. But it goes back to what we've been talking about for the last half now with yeah. the integration of third party apps. What maps is supposedly going to do now is it's going to say, well, you've entered the following destination. I can see from your messages that Brett's coming with you. Yeah. What about a pizza with craft beer? Because we know that you both like it. Yeah. So it's taking that machine learning of, of your messages, your conversations and that. We'll make recommendations that will come from maps and then obviously give the directions. Yeah. I think t- two thumbs up. Just one problem. It won't find the freaking address. No, so it will go. not enough people using it. Yeah, everybody's going to be using it. It gets it wrong. Yeah. It gets it wrong all the time. That's the thing. But the idea. We are going to be useless lumps of meat like on Wally. I'm telling you. One day. <laughs> like our brain's going to turn to mush. It's literally. They use the Apple startup sound on his machine. Just by the way. When, when Wally starts up, ding, it's the. But again, it's all about this integration. So it will make the suggestion, it will send you, because you and I are meeting a message, yeah. and you'll say yes, and then we'll book us a table using something like Open Table. Yes. So it's that whole 
artificial intelligence, and make our lives easier. Time, yeah. Correct. Okay. But I just wish they would buy a decent map company or go and hug Google and say, please, can we have maps, like your maps, like yeah. Google Maps? Because I've never liked Apple Maps, but maybe they'll prove me wrong. I don't know. So we spoke about, um, we spoke about, uh, what do you call it? Um, Photos? No, WWDC, music. Apple. Music and the, music, the yes. headsets. Okay. I was so impressed with music. Okay. And I'll tell you why I was impressed with music. So I wasn't impressed with the redesign of what they're doing because I'm only just getting used to the current design of music. They're like changing the whole interface again, but they had reasons and all that kind of stuff. Um, what what really impressed me though is the learning and the recommendations and which is great. But they're now giving you lyrics as well. So for anyone that knows me, I never get the song words right to anything. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, in fact, girl, don't phone in because some of my words and lyrics that I've come up with are quite they pearls. But now you can actually sing along badly. Um, but have the right lyrics. Yeah, so it doesn't fix your tuning or your pitching or anything. It just gives you the right words to. But think about why they're doing it. It's that whole lock-in. So you hear a song, you want to find the lyrics, what do you do? You leave and you go to Google, you go to lyrics.com. Now it's automatically there and it's playing. And um, It also means that the more that you can do natively on the device, the less extra apps you need. So the more you're encouraged to play with the apps that come with Apple, you don't need to clog up your limited hard drive space. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've I've got SoundHound. Yeah, I, I used to use. Stuff. Yeah, I used to sound on for that as it well. It gives us live lyrics, and then there's uh, Shazam. I think has also got something like that. Does Shazam do lyrics as well? I'm not sure. Possibly. I don't use Shazam. But you but see, again, listen hard, to what we're doing now. We we sidetracking, but what we actually point out is it's not new. Like it's not new. They but kind what of trying like, to do is keep you in the Apple environment. Correct. And because, which has always been their goal. But they realize now that they can't keep being this closed network. They have to be open source because people want to play. People want to. There are. Developers are running the world, and they are able to do it because of things like open source technologies. Yep. Apple, historically, has not been open source. They haven't no, even been software never played, focused. Yeah. They've always been hardware focused. And they've got this – they've got all the devices. They've got – I mean, I've got my MacBook here and my iPhone here, and you've got your Air and the watches. We, we are Mac revolution complete here. Yeah. But because they've got that environment or that landscape of hardware, it makes so much sense now to open it up to developers. But – my question is, great, you've done it. You've made it accessible to developers to have access to your code and to, to develop in. But is the hardware going to be affordable and accessible to the common That's man? That's always been the question. But, you know, their argument is it lasts, and it does. Eh. So you kind of amortize it over its, its lifespan. Look, I love um, Apple again. But you've got to, you've got to see, like, are, what, is their, what is their end goal here? Are they actually trying to do an altruistic thing where, like, people are changing? The requirement is more about the app and what I can do with my device rather than the fact that I have my device. Yeah, no, you're and right. They're, they're really that trying natural to extension. They, they keep it in the Apple environment. Yeah. So, yes, we've got 2 million apps in the App Store. Boom, that's awesome. I mean, there's a billion in the in the Android space. But that's because of open source. So now the hopes are that the, the more open source it is, the more I'm hoping that it will become more affordable. The more accessibility we get, the more open source it becomes. It'll be interesting. Maybe the SE is signs of that, huh? The yeah. fact that they're bringing out an affordable device. But I think the other thing that we're all missing is China, if they're allowed to sell their devices. Yeah. But they're making this open availability because of that great Chinese firewall that we talk about. Yeah. Now they're saying, well, here, you can play and do what you want and take out the things that you're not allowed yeah. but still use Apple devices. Can, can I jump ahead to, to Playground? Are you going to talk about Playground? No. What's Playground? So Playground is awesome. They're not just making all of these cool features we know about iOS and, and on the phones and devices available to developers to, to integrate with now. They've actually got a thing called Swift Playground. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. carry on. Yeah, so yeah. Swift Playground, and it's it's available on iPads, and it allows people of any age to actually get involved with learning Swift and creating interactive apps and games. It was um, like a little dinosaur on a bridge or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fantastic. It's basically uh, my, Minecraft. Yeah, it's like Minecraft. I know, my but, son was like bouncing when he saw it. But for, for, for iOS. Um, and that's going to be available quite soon, we hope. So that's going to come out. And that's not only going to allow people to have access into this environment that Apple have created using Swift. But 
nurture new talent. Yep. So get them introduced earlier on. But in a on. fun way. I mean, yeah. you, so for those, those people that didn't see or we haven't really explained playground, it's basically a game, but the only way to progress the game is to write code. And yeah. they teach you how to write the code to make like the dinosaur cross the bridge but or you to don't build the bridge. Knowledge. But you don't need coding. I know that was, that, that was good. Yeah. I did see that. So it's really, Could really pick cool. up on that. I actually hadn't written that one down. That'll come up this year. Yeah. Um, Apple so News. I'll be, I'll be doing that. They've, they updating, um, it's where all your new zines and all your subscriptions can now go into one space. Yep. The only thing that I really noticed on it was that breaking news will now flash. So if you've got multiple subscriptions, you don't actually have to search for it. The breaking news feature will come through, uh, which was cool. Again, though, News360 has been doing this for a while. Yeah. Again, I haven't really seen so, anything that really jumped out at me and go, wow, that's so new. It's and kind so of bully innovative. tactics. I mean, Apple have been sort of blamed for doing this in the past as well. Like, there are there are people out there like the developers at News three sixty and all these other platforms that are doing amazing stuff already that have a great following and are doing well. They just don't have the power of the mighty Apple behind them. Now Apple are coming in here and literally just stomping on their parade and saying, mm. Oh well, thank you for showing us that it works. We're now going to just take it and own it for a little and, while. And Apple fine. Well, on that note, HomeKit. I mean there it is. They've just gone three sixty and closed everything down. So HomeKit is basically Apple's built-in software that will manage the smart home. And it hasn't really worked and nothing's really happening because the idea behind HomeKit was the devices like Nest and all these had to have HomeKit-ready chips or chipsets. What they've done now is they've said, hold on a second, we have pretty much a HomeKit controller in every single person's house. It's called Apple TV. So they've started looking at HomeKit integrating to the Apple TV to then control the devices because you can do it remotely through your Apple TV. So that will be quite an interesting space to watch to see now if the IoT manufacturers do stand up and go, yes, let's add a HomeKit chip. Now, the only caution I have to the listeners there is that unless you know, like me, that Apple owns you and they've got you, um, don't go and buy items specifically HomeKit centric because they will not play with other devices. That's no, the idea. Yeah. It, and Apple's argument behind it was the whole security thing, which with respect to them is valid. Okay. We've heard a lot of people saying that IoT is going to present massive security issues for us at home because you've got all these connected devices. Only one of them needs to be weak or vulnerable and bang, you're in. Yeah. HomeKit won't allow that because yeah. HomeKit plays within its own ecosystem. Yeah. So for for people that are, are looking at their secrecy and their privacy, um, you know, affluent people that don't want any form of invasion but want all the toys, the HomeKit and HomeKit-ready um, devices makes 100% sense. Yeah. And I think that's something we'll see. It will move into that space. Should we give just give people a, a bit of a use study on, on what HomeKit actually is? So sure. You'd be, at, uh, you'd be at home, you're watching... T- TVOS is that what they is that how they're doing TVOS is TV now OS? everything's now something OS I something mean we'll OS. talk about macOS yeah. now as well but so from the comfort of your home uh, comfort of your couch you're able to use Siri now which is also yes. integrated into TVOS it's also in the new remote app that they've created for their for for the phones and you can actually go and say set the thermostat dim the lights if you've got all via Siri yeah all via Siri all with your TVOS uh, and and really get all of this done from anything. So again, we're moving closer to these Wally humanoid features <laughs> Wally. where we're not doing anything, but <laughs> it's, it, is, it is convenience. And I think that that's, that's the role that we're seeing a lot in Google IO. Um, some of the stuff that Microsoft are bringing out as well and what Apple are doing. It's all about convenience. Yeah. So no, we can talk about it being optimizing and making things faster and being more efficient, but it's a lot about just general convenience. Well, you know, on that note, um, you talk about the general convenience, the, phone as such so ios pertains to phone um on the phone side what i really did like and i think this was different unless someone can prove me wrong um it will now transcribe your voicemails so when you get a voicemail you don't actually have to open it it will just read it to you and that's where this backward siri integration comes into it um my voicemail message actually says don't leave me a voicemail I'm not going yeah. to dial. I'm not going to listen to it. Send me a text because I just want to read it And quickly. how many voicemails do you still get? <laughs> Maybe one or two. No, yeah. people listen. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I think it's just the, I was going to say the older generation, but I've got to be careful on that. Some people aren't just paying attention. They hear the voicemail and they just wait for a beep. They're not actually listening to the yeah. message. And if I haven't got back to you, well, that's why. You need to listen to the message. I'm not interested. Yeah. Now, 
it actually it brings back voicemail. Now you can send a voicemail. I'll take that message off because it's going to read it to me audibly or transcribe it for me. I think that that was that to me was pretty yeah, pretty, that's cool. pretty cool. Um, and it will let you use the different services like WhatsApp and that as well. It brings that all back in. So this whole integration, I think that's the key for it. The word was integration. Yeah. They were really looking at that that full 360. Um, 3D Touch, yeah, okay. Um, it's nice. I've got nothing. You force it. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, they were not innovative anyway with 3D Touch. I mean, Huawei came out with it. A lot of guys have had 3D Touch and Force or Pressure Touch. Yeah. But they're just saying that you'll be able to do a lot more with 3D yeah. Touch. They'll just start using it convenient. now. Convenient. Yeah. So that was pretty much um, it on, on iOS. Unless you picked up something that I've left off. No, I want to get to Sierra. Okay, Sierra. So that is – so what they've done – so Brett's talking about, oh, you talk about Sierra. Go for it. Mac OS, not... Uh, Previously, OS X. OS X, known. yeah, they've or taken, 9. They've taken away all the numbers and the OS X and all that. They've, it's now just going to be called Mac OS. So nice. everything, for for all you Apple fundies and, and fanatics and out, out there, everything is going to be Mac OS, TV OS, iOS. And it's, Watch us. It's a bunch Watch of us. Listen to us. We can't just listen crap. to us. <laughs> so um, one of the things as well is that we're going through the mountain ranges. So we were in the we were in Yosemite uh, National Park, and we we went to El, we visited the El Capitan and the the version afterwards with Osex. Yeah. Um, and that, I didn't get that. Like the cats made sense, you know, like tiger and. And then we went to Mavericks quickly. So we went we went surfing for a while. Yeah. And then we went to the Yosemite National Park for a bit. And because El Capitan was there, well, let's go there. But we're going back to Sierra now. I had this discussion with, our, with one of our developers, and that the Sierra. Do you remember the the gaming uh, company? Yeah, Sierra, Sierra company, the little mountain. Yeah, then Pinball, Duke Nukem, all those were there. Exactly. That's Sierra, right. Yeah, we that's way a, before a lot of people's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you still had to, re, when you had to use a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the the new the new release of the operating system, the Mac operating system, Mac OS, is called Sierra, and in Sierra. We're able to have, guess what, Siri again. So now we can talk it's to our big, computer. Hey? It yeah. is. We can talk to our computer. If things weren't so you have no excuse to be lonely anymore. You can talk to your computer, but Siri can now help you find files on your computer, which for some people might be quite useful. I just like good file management, and you can find things. Uh, but uh, it, it allows you to say, "Hey, do you remember that thing that I was working on at ten o'clock last night? Uh, could you bring that up now?" Uh, and you can do those kind of things, but. Again, Siri, global company. You got Scottish people stuck in lifts because they can't say the floor. That's the funniest clip. And you, you've <laughs> That's got, the funniest clip. You've got South Africans in the middle of uh, you know, two buffels with Enscore do Skeetfontein who can't actually get it together, and they're trying to trying to use Siri. Like great feature. I see why you're using convenience again. How well is that actually going to be adopted? Again, the fact that you can develop into it might release some new things. The big thing for me that I thought was really, really great was this universal clipboard. So now I can have my phone and I can select text. Yes, like handoff. Yes, amplified. Like handoff, but better. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. actually copy my text on my phone and it's available for me to paste on my computer. But and I had that discussion as well. Was handoff was a great idea. How often has handoff worked for you? It hasn't. That's the thing. So when they said that I was like and in fact they panned into the crowd and everyone was like bewildered because they were like isn't that called handoff and it never worked yeah. it, and it doesn't work that well i must even airdrop once or twice and I, i'm more surprised that it worked rather than the fact that it's you know where it did work was safari if you were on a web page yeah. on your phone and then you'd see the little icon on the safari icon of a phone but i must say handoff and airdrop were, were disappointing for me um yeah. i do like the fact though that they have integrated all the things we discussed about messages into iMessage. So just for the listeners, Messages is the app on an iPhone. iMessage is the app that runs on all the other devices that are connected. And they're bringing all of those tools with it. So same thing. If I'm working on my computer and you send me a message and it's about supper or whatever, the same AI will kick in and the machine learning will kick in and use maps and book the things for us and all those good things. So I do like it. Hopefully what they have got right is that annoying have you noticed like if your MacBook is linked to your phone and you're onto your phone, yes. your MacBook carries on ringing? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. It just carries on ringing. Hopefully, they've got that I'm wearing my mute button because I have to keep muting my computer. Yeah, that's a pain in the, the ass. The other day, the bank phoned me and I answered on my computer because I'd pushed a button be- at the same time as them phoning. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it was interesting. But I, I, I do 
I do think it's long overdue that we got rid of these funny names. I mean, Sierra's, Sierra's the last and pretty much the last name I think they're going to use with an OS that pertains to these mountains. You I think, I, I reckon nah. we're going to start seeing, they're going to go back to like the animals and that. I mean, the animals are awesome. Lion and snow, snow leopard. I'm just disappointed. I have to look at like, I know that I'm going to, I've made up all my own. Uh, wallpapers that I have but for those of you that buy a new Mac you're going to look at another mountain so you, you, you got <laughs> well you can change you got El Capitan and yeah. then you got now you've got the Sierra Nevada mountain range to look at which is a huge difference it's some more rocks with some more snow and a sunset but uh, yeah that's that's not a feature that we need to, to hop on about there are some really good ones we, we've we got two more things we need to chat about oh, wow, before we run yeah the time's quick, running yeah. but the one I want to get to which I was very excited about was Apple Watch yep or watch OS watch as they us. call it. Watch us. Watch us. Listen <laughs> us. Um, watch us three has got some very, yeah. very cool things. Now, the one thing that they did, which I have such respect for. Oh, they put Mickey Mouse back on the clock. No, I've never used that face. That's just <laughs> silly. No, they put Minnie Mouse on the clock now. Oh, awesome. Because they found that it needed to be gender correct. They've taken people that are in wheelchairs into consideration. Okay. So if you have an Apple Watch, it tells you to stand up. Okay. Every hour it tells you to stand up for one minute because it's good for you and so on. And the other thing it does is it tracks your steps like a pedometer. Yeah. Okay. So they've realized that there's a lot of disabled people that are in wheelchairs that use Apple products. Um, and this makes zero sense to them. They can't stand up and they can't walk. So what yeah. they've done is now it's just time to roll instead of time to stand up to get moving. But even more importantly, to show the commitment and the fact that they do respect and value um, their disabled customers, they've taken the accelerometers and gyrometers in the watch and reconfigured them. They've worked out that when you start rolling a wheelchair, your hand moves in a full circle position. When you're moving, it moves only along the top. So they've worked out those motions and they count the rolls accordingly. So like you'll start in in full roll and then you'll get going. Your hand will move into a different position and they allocate the rolls like they would steps based on the movement. That's pretty cool. Now, it's not just saying acknowledging people in wheelchairs. They're actually encouraging them to roll and be fit as well and, you know, keep their upper body strength. Um, I like that. I just thought. That's someone that sat down and gone, you know what? Someone's disabled. That's important to me. I'm going to put this forward. And Apple said, you know what? Great idea. And they've done it. Yeah. So uh, that was, um, that was one of the nice things, but their whole fitness algorithm has been, been modified. They've even included breathing. Okay. (laughs) I told you when you said stand up, I said, do they tell you to breathe? And I told you it was going to happen. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. So no, it doesn't remind you to breathe. It gives you breathing exercises. They've realized that you could reduce stress by just, just you know, they say, take a deep breath. You know, says, just take a deep breath and come back. They've literally yeah. taken breathing into consideration. They've given you breathing exercises that when your heart rate is detected as climbing on your watch, stand up, take a deep breath, breathe as follows, count in, hold, and so on. So it's actually an app for breathing. Okay. Now, we laugh, but I think it could make so sense. The, the, user, um, the user interface on the Breathe app actually comes with a button that says "Breathe again." Breathe again. It's like the the blunt earphones. You know, breathe in, breathe out. Bro, you heard that story about the lady that that sued the the Winnebago uh, company because she put it into cruise control and went back and made a, a sandwich in a <laughs> yeah. motorhome, and then sued them because it's like, oh, well, well it's the same people that like buy hot coffee yeah. and burn themselves. You exactly. know. Um, I forgot to breathe because I didn't push breathe again. Yeah, I didn't push breathe again. Uh, Apple first Apple Luckily, Watch case. They, ha- they have included the nine one one SOS automatic call yes. for help. So, so that was the other you thing. You do forget to breathe. You can just push the button, push and that it. works in any country. It will automatically work out where you are, and it will adapt to like nine three three. Correct. That's very cool. The other two things that they put in there as well was scribble. We mentioned their messages. Yes. You can now write on your watch. Now the watch has got predetermined answers. So if you send me a WhatsApp. I'm in a meeting. I can send you a smiley or a thumbs up or thanks. I can now scribble it and give you the custom um, response that I want, which I thought was very cool. And um, they the opening of apps, they are almost instantaneous, yeah. which is very cool. So your activity tracker, your your um, trip advisor, all these things open really quick. I'm going through it quickly because we are running out of time. You can also now uh, change your uh, your navigation. So you can actually change what you have in your in your f- your favorite apps section. Correct? Yes. Yes, you can. So you, you can, can actually, actually customize a little bit. They still haven't allowed for third-party watch faces, which I'm, I'm missing because I'd really like a nice complication on my on my watch. But I'm sure that will come as they're starting to learn yeah. about third parties. 
The last thing we need to chat about, and we need to do it quickly because we're really running out of time, was TVOS. Yes. You know they have 1,300 subscription channels yeah. on Apple TV. So, I mean, was these it, guys are 1300? now… 1,300? I thought it was more. No, I think it's 1,300. 1300. Remember, that's like that's HBO amazing. and all of its yeah. derivatives and so on. That's fantastic. So, TVOS is not going anywhere. What started off as like a little project has become a serious part of, of Apple. And, of course, Siri now being totally integrated, your search criteria, your your if you watch this, you'll like this, all that type of AR. Yeah. Starting to learn from what you're doing on your yep. phone and making recommendations on your TV. It becomes a, a very, very affordable smart center for your yeah. home, which we chatted about. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so that was quite cool. And but the last thing on TV, I know, but the really cool thing was Sling. So South Africans don't know what a Sling box is. But what Sling does is you plug it into your PVR at home. And then wherever you are, it slings like a slingshot, the content that you had on your PVR to your phone, your laptop, whatever. So for the business traveler, Sling is now integrated into the Apple TV as well. So you can sling your content wherever you are from your subscriptions, where you were, what you were watching. So basically... um it syncs it up. Brett, we really run, we've run out of time. I think Crazy. we've covered most of the highlights, but I mean, bottom yeah, line is, been pretty good. it was good. It was good. It, I, I was impressed. I don't know if I was as impressed as Google IO, which kills me to say that, but there's some really, as developers, if we put our developer hat on it, yeah. there was some really cool stuff that came out of it. I think the fact that the box has been open for Swift and for access to a lot of the, the native Apple stuff or the iOS, uh, the things is, going to do wonders for them yeah i think the fact that more people are going to have access we'll see it's only time will tell uh the thing that i impressed me the most is is the swift playground to be honest the fact that they're opening up to nurture new talent early on is great uh but it's all about this everybody was previously talking ubiquitous let's get mobile let's get moving now everybody's trying to say Great, now that we've got everybody moving, let's get <laughs> let's everybody make, back. Get them let's lazy. get them back in the home. Let's get them back. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really interesting that everybody's taking the same tack, but it's going to be, a, it's a matter of preference again. The fact that everybody's sort of following a trend allows us to have choice again. So it's between choice, convenience, and there's going to be some really exciting growth, I think. Well, I think you just summed up the thought of the week with, with that statement. Oh, yeah. My last, Thanks. my lo- no, but you did. And, yeah. but the choice and the, the fact that we've gone 360, I need to add one thing to that. As the whole conference talked about open and third-party integration, the culmination was that it's actually all being locked back down through things like the Apple TV and HomeKit and it. Yeah. So let's wait for September and see what these uh, what these things do or, or, or don't do um, and how many of them come through and, more importantly, how many of them come through yeah. bug-free. Maybe when the, the their fall hits and our spring hits, we can actually do a, a rebate because I think you're probably going to look at a beat at some point. Yeah. Don't you look at beaters? I do, but uh, I've… Over the last few years, I wait for people like you to look at yeah, and that's break the problem. it down, and then I'll go to version one point one. Last, last comment. Anything? That's no, no. <laughs> Have an cool. awesome, awesome week, everybody. Nice one. Right. Well, till next time. Keep your screens clean and your knobs shining. Cliff Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.